The Angel Feast Magic Hour. The Angel Feast Magic Hour. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Angel Face Magic Hour. Today we have a special guest, and I'm really excited. We're here with Giselle. Giselle, I'm just going to have you introduce yourself to the audience. Hello, my name is Giselle. I am a Karuna Reiki master and integrated energy practitioner, recently became an Akashic record reader, and I also do shamanic healing. Amazing. And where are you located? New York. Awesome. Yeah, so Giselle, we were just looking and reminiscing. So Giselle took Reiki with me almost two years ago-ish, close. We're making it close. So I wanted to just have you on kind of one, I just want to share your energy, your work with my audience and have people, you know, connect with you. But I also uh, kind of want to reflect on like where Reiki has taken you. And I know we did um, the Reiki one, Reiki two, Reiki master, and then you have gone on to study further Reiki with Karuna Reiki, which is a whole different, similar, but different. There's more to it. And then, um, uh, you can kind of share with us a little bit about what the integrated energy healing, is that what it's called? Yeah. Integrated energy therapy. Therapy. You can kind of share with us a little bit about the other things you do, but I'm really excited. So first something that I like to have people do to share on the podcast, because I think it's interesting as intuitives to kind of see how other people set up their rituals, their practice. So I like to kind of start by having people share a little bit about if they have like a morning ritual or routine or some kind of thing that you try to do daily that grounds you, that makes you feel connected because I love to hear about other people's experiences. So if you just want to share with us, do you have anything that you like to do on a daily Um, basis? I love to mix it up every day because I get bored easily. So if I'm too much in routine, I get a little like annoyed with it. So I like to either do a lot of meditation, morning meditation, morning Reiki. I like to do, um, I like to ground myself a lot by walking barefoot. I'm an earth sign. So I love connecting with mother earth. I love to walk around for meditation walks that's usually something I like to make sure I do every day even if it's just a walk around the block it really helps me to just ground myself and another thing I love to dance like I love to put on shamanic music and just dance it just connects me more to my ancestors and something else that I love to do that helps me align all of my energies is doing working with mudras Mm. so I do a lot of mudras throughout the day um, especially in the morning, just to set the tone for the day. So for people that don't know, what is a mudra? So mudras are hand gestures that we do. We actually do them subconsciously. So if you notice and you pay attention to your hands, sometimes you'll grab your thumb or your interlace your fingers. Those are actually mudras that help you center the energies in your body. And by the energies, I actually mean the elemental energy. So earth, water, fire, um, air and space, because we're all made up of those elements. We are a mirror of nature. So nature has the same um, elements and we are a mirror of them and we kind of balance each other off. So sometimes when I feel I'm grounded, I'll do specific mudras that help me ground my earth energy. Or if I feel too mm. emotional, I'll do specific hand gestures that'll help me ground my water energy. Um, the same thing with fire and air and space. So I like to do um, a set of seven to help balance all of my energies. And then I finish it off with the last one that integrates all of them. Oh, wow. I like that. And recently I've been working a lot, actually this year specifically, what I implemented is working a lot with dragon energy. And that has really helped me release a lot of trauma that I did not know was there. Wow. I have a dragon guide. Is do, do you feel like when you connect with them, do you feel like you 
are more visual with it like you're seeing them in your mind's eye or like in meditation or does it is it more physical for you it's it's more physical i'm more of a clairsentient so i feel a lot of their energy around me i feel I actually feel their wings around me, which is really nice. I felt their head, lay them on my lap. So I really just, I have my eyes closed and I feel all this energy. Sometimes when my eyes are open, I'll see, um, it's like we are like a little shadiness, a little um, kind of what their shape is. Like a silhouette. Something like a silhouette. I'll see mostly like little white orbs that make mm -hmm. their silhouette if that makes sense that's yeah. so interesting so when you connect with them do do they do you feel like they'll come in when you're doing the energy healing or is it kind of separate um I like to work with them individually so I'll call them in separately and then we'll work one-on-one -on, -one on what um, whatever it is I'm trying to release for the week or whatever needs more alignment wow that's cool yeah, they're really interesting. I had a, um, I did like a regression with this woman and she connected me with my guides on this dragon being came through and it like went through my body like a little snake and it was like cutting stuff out of my body. And it was really interesting, but I haven't um, worked with them like with clients is more like a personal thing Same. At, least at this point. I've also done it more as a, a personal thing. Something else that I've done that has actually really helped me stay aligned is working with um, the entities of my physical, emotional, mental, and spiritual body. Oh, well, that's interesting. Um, yeah, so I, usually what I like to do is sit with them every morning and connect with them just to see how they're feeling because I think... Well, my misconception was that they were there, but I didn't realize they were actually real entities that need attention and focus. The same thing with your ego and your inner child. A lot of people have this idea that you need to banish your ego when reality is that you just want to help your ego evolve. The same thing as your inner child, the same thing with your physical, emotional, mental, and spiritual body. They're there to protect you and they don't know how to communicate well. So it might seem like they're having an outburst and you'll get like a a pain or like a mental limited belief happening, but it's just like, I want to say a cry for attention that they are like, they're being overlooked. So every morning I like to sit with them and see, you know, what's coming up for you. And then I do a nice little meditation with them. And I also send them Reiki healing. And I like to do a heart string between all of us so that we can all evolve together and grow together. Oh, I love that. That's beautiful. I never really thought about that. Like I'll think about them separately like that, but I never really thought about them as like a and like a physical thing. Yeah, I felt like it helped me understand them better that way and resonate with them better because I'm an earth sign. So for me, it's like a very like any physical thing. Like a tangible. Yes. So oh. it helps me connect with them a lot better that way. That's beautiful. I love that. Um, so is there anything like right now that you are feeling inspired by like I love to kind of see what people what lights them up like for me it's always like a music or like a movie or something like I'm very interested in visual so I'm just curious if there's anything that feels inspiring to you like maybe a book or something that you're reading or anything like that it's really could be, it could be simple um, you're going to get a kick out of this. So when I was younger, I used to watch Charmed. The show. I love Charmed. So, <laughs> so I recently found it again on, I think it was on Peacock. I found it and I started rewatching it. And usually when I watch something, it actually correlates with whatever's going on with my life in the present moment, even with the lessons. So it's really interesting. So when I started watching Charmed, things were happening with the show that was actually happening in real life. So it was interesting how the show was mirroring each other. And that. the more that I watched it, I really enjoyed the, the spell work that they did. Um, and I really wasn't doing that, but that actually really inspired me to create my own spells and I remember the first time that I created one because I work I like to work with crystals a lot <clears throat> I was so excited 
that I wrote it down and I was like sharing with all my girlfriends. So I just felt really inspired by that because it allowed me to embrace not just being a healer, but aligning myself with that my past life as being a witch and that I was condemned for it. And it made it seem more playful as opposed to judging it so much. So I felt like that show really brought more joy and childlike and adventure into it. Oh my gosh, I love that. That makes me really happy. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. Yeah, and I think too, like for you saying like a tangible thing can be really helpful. So a spell, that's just a tangible way to work with the energy. So it's to see a physical result, I think can be really helpful to understand, oh, I really did something here rather than just saying energy Reiki, like there's not always a tangible thing that we can hold on to. So for some people, they might not trust that it's really doing yeah. anything. Also, it helps me build my own trust with the knowledge that I know and everything I've studied, because obviously Hollywood always taints it and makes it look or just gives Theory. you the wrong information and skews what you're, you're, what you're supposed to or what you think you know. So I was able really to decipher how they were trying to manipulate what magic really was. Um, and just like not allow myself get attached to it. Just to able to decipher that was really nice because when I was younger, I always had this idea that evil is bad and like demons and all this thing, but not all of it is entirely true. I remember talking to you about that, about the demons. (laughs) Yeah, I would have nightmares when I was younger, but I realized that it's all, it's all made up, you know? So that, that helps me with that a lot. It made me realize where it all stemmed from as well. Yeah. And it's like a perspective thing too. Like everything is kind of put through a like Christian kind of lens where everything is evil or good when it's way more nuanced than that I think yeah it actually helped me I I learned this great lesson which was so interesting how when we label something good or bad we're being judgmental and we're actually discriminating against the bad energy when it's really just a low and high vibrating that's all it is and it just made me look at how the English language really can distort the message that we're trying to say or how we communicate. So it actually made me more aware of the words that I choose. That's very interesting. I, I agree with that. It's really, it's really hard to explain esoteric concepts in English. Yeah. (laughs) Words. For it's sure. so much bigger than that. It is. It really is. And it's also like with emotion as well. There's some emotions that you really can't use the English words to explain it. So, yeah. So I want to learn light language. <laughs> you will. It will just open. I think that's a natural thing. Like it just starts happening. I feel At least like that's it- my experience. Yeah, it, it's starting to happen with me. I see a lot. And, of- and the mudras, that's a way they're coming through already. So it could yeah. be physical, like you're moving your hands certain ways. And then to channel it through your voice, it's like a different kind of thing. So I feel like it will evolve. Yeah, it's evolving with definitely my hand gestures and my movement. I see it, especially when I end up um, doing shamanic healing. I see all of that come through. Um. It's also my human nature. You know, we always want things now. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, it takes time. And I think too, like the reminder I always get is like things have to come somewhat slowly sometimes in these gifts opening up because otherwise it's like overwhelming. And then you're kind of questioning your own sanity almost yes that's so it has to be like a trickle down where you can you kind of get used to it before more happens yeah because if certain things happened to me like years ago I probably would be scared yeah no for sure and <laughs> that's one of the biggest lessons I feel like I'm still incorporating is learning to appreciate my pace 
because if I put too much on my plate, I get overwhelmed and I get burnt out. So it makes sense to want to just go at my own pace yeah. and take everything for the way that it's working out for me. So, yeah. Well, let's talk a little bit about Reiki and then, yeah, I want to kind of hear about some of the other tools that you're connecting with. But so you took Reiki with me. We did the Holy Fire Reiki and then you've also done Karuna Reiki. But I'm curious, two things to start kind of like, how did you hear about Reiki? Like what drew you to learning about Reiki? And then after that, we can kind of talk about how you're applying Reiki to your life. Sure. So it's really interesting. I was not at all looking for energy healing. It just fell on my lap. I, one of my girlfriends who spirit always ended up putting us in the right place in the right time. Cause we never even hung out. It was just random bump ins that we would have with each other. And I was complaining about my lower back. And she said that she went to see a stretch therapist who was also a Reiki master. And I was like, what, what is that? So she goes, oh, you know, she just helps you feel better and your energy is in alignment. And I was like, oh, what does that alignment mean? Like, I'll try it. I'm interested. So I went to see her and we did a half hour stretch therapy and half hour Reiki. And what she was intuitively saying about the things that were happening in my body and the messages that she were getting. And I even was feeling the energy sensations around my body. I was really intrigued. So I went back for a couple of more sessions and what really interested me in learning Reiki because I learned a Sui Reiki level one with her was when I was doing a meditation with my uh, my partner and my hand chakras got activated so I thought I was tripping and I thought I was making it up because I just felt like wind just like rotating in my hands like very strong wind like just rotating I felt like the avatar I was like what is happening I was like and then in my head as it was happening I'm like okay, you're making this up you're probably thinking you're feeling this this can't be real and then a couple of days later I was like but if if I made it up why couldn't I make it up the other time so I was going back and forth with it and then COVID happened and we were in lockdown and I had one more session with um, the Reiki master and I told her what was happening for me. And I did this guided meditation where I actually saw my Kundalini rising and going through each chakra. And that had never happened to me either. So I was like, what the fuck is happening to me? <laughs> um, and I just saw the snake just like break down a brick wall through my throat chakra. And I didn't even know who to share this with because I had never experienced something like that before. And I saw my whole aura illuminating white. And then I explained this to um, the Reiki master and she was like, wow, it looks like, you know, your energy is really responding to this. She goes, would you be interested in learning? And I was hesitant, but then I said, if I can heal myself and do this for myself, might as well, instead of paying someone else to do it, right? Yeah. Um, so I ended up doing it with my girlfriend. And it was really interesting because that's when I started having more visuals. Um, and then I, I just started, I started with Reiki level one. And then a couple of months later, I found Lauren. Um, and she introduced me to Holy Fire Reiki, and that was just more potent than the Sui Reiki. And I was really, I was really shy. So I was hesitant to ask her about trainings and I wanted to learn more about it. And then finally I had the courage to ask her one day and she said, I can definitely recommend you or, you know, to give you some people that I know will help you. And she said, you. Yeah, it's so funny because it's like she could <laughs> totally do it, but she was like, oh, this girl. And yeah. <laughs> so it was just meant to be that way, you know? It really, really was. And I was like, sure, why not? And then when even when I got your contact, I was a little shy and hesitant to ask. But when I did it, it was just so overwhelming with joy. Like it just consumed me in a way that nothing ever has. And the visions that I was having, the experience, the growth. My mom even said at one point, your voice sounds different. You sound more gentle. 
because I was very like confrontational. <laughs> so I was like, wow, people are even seeing the change in me. And they always say like, you know, it always starts from within and you become the ripple effects for everybody else. And there was always a lot of like issues and trauma between my parents because they're split up and I was always put in the middle. And because of that, I was very distant with them. And Reiki actually helped me heal a lot of my traumas between my parents, a lot of inner child healing, which I never thought would be possible. I was able to sit down with my mom and we wrote letters to each other and um, like all the things that I was holding on to, all the things that she was holding on to, and we just read them to each other and cried. And we were in the space of like really forgiving and just love and compassion for each other because we just um, really wanted to me cry. Uh, we just That's really so wanted nice. to create a, a mother-daughter relationship. And then it's I love Reiki because it really opens you up to your own intuitive guidance. And I was asking my guides, what do I do with my dad? Because my dad, there's like a not an language barrier but he's more fluent in Spanish than I am I can speak to him but like to write a letter and sit down and do all this with my dad it didn't seem possible so my guys were like just be present with him and you'll heal in your own way you'll see so I remember that weekend I set a time for my dad set aside time with my dad and we were just playing basketball with my little brother and he was throwing me the ball and we were just like throwing basketballs and then we were cooking and then we had like a water gun fight. And that's my guys were like, this is how you're healing your inner child. Like he's just being the dad that you wanted, but he's showing up for you now. So it was really beautiful. I went away on a camping trip with just my dad and my little brother. And we stayed up until six in the morning, just speaking Spanish, wow. just speaking. And we ended the night by him allowing me to read him his cards. So it was really beautiful. How oh, that is beautiful. Yeah, it was really, really nice. Cause I never thought that would happen. And I, even that year we celebrated new year's together. My dad, my mom at my dad's house with my little brother. And I never thought that would be possible. So it was it was really nice to see how Reiki supported me, my healing and my family and how it really brought us close together. That's amazing. It's it's surprising. Like you never know what's going to happen. Like you're like, oh, I'm just going to take this class to like work on myself. And then you can really see how so much shifts in your world, like opportunities things happen even if you never decide to work on other people it's like you're still healing kind of your circle of and, and and the family thing too it's like I feel like it's a generational thing like you could heal further and further back just by working on yourself yes I believe in that too when you heal yourself you'll heal seven generations back and seven generations forward for sure I believe so in that. interesting Amazing. Well, so how are you using Reiki now? So you're working with clients. Are you doing that online, in person? So right now I'm doing like? it. I'm doing it mostly remote. Um, I actually, when I started doing Reiki, I awakened my, when I did Karuna Reiki, I awakened my shamanic gifts, which I didn't even know that my great grandmother was a shaman. Um, so that was, that was amazing because is that your mom's side or dad's side? My mother's side of the family. Yeah. Wow. Um, it's really interesting too, because nobody knows anything about my great grandmother. Like she's just a great mystery. Um, so it was really nice that that came forward for me and a regular meditation session by my surprise ended up being like a shamanic initiation especially on the portal days. And it's just so mind blowing because you start to really like, that shit is real. <laughs> like magic is real. And that it, it just blew my mind. I remember at one point, cause I like to work with mantras a lot as well. I was working, I was guided to create a mantra 
and it was I am limitless I am limitless and this is after my shamanic initiation and I was guided to give my aunt an Ecuador shamanic healing and I didn't know at the time that she had gone into a car accident oh wow and I had written the mantra on an index paper and as I kept saying it and I closed my eyes the index index paper card was um, shaking. Like it was just vibrating with so much energy. And then that's when I was guided to do a distance Reiki session for my aunt. And I was just letting my hands do whatever it needed to do to a point where I was starting from her head down to her neck, her shoulders. My hand, one hand was on the top of her chest, another one on the side of her ribs. And I noticed that my hand went deeper in and it rotated and it just started pulsing like this. And I realized that it was her heart that I was holding on to. And my wow. hand was pulsing at the rate of her heartbeat. And I was like, oh, and of course I get out of like trance and I go, is this really fucking happening? Like what? This is her heart. <laughs> and I was like, no way. And my guys were like, focus we'll do this after. And I was like, okay. And, it, and I, she was also a smoker. So it was interesting how I was guided to release all of this like muck and tongs that she had in her lungs. I was just so mind blown because I'm just a channel and I'm just in trance doing all this work. But after I did Corona Reiki, like it really opened up these other gifts that I, that were like dormant within my DNA. And it was so mind-blowing yeah I really feel like with the two minutes it's like the Brelva one it's like physical like clearing stuff out of the body like getting you ready to be able to actually like hold that energy and then it's like emotional healing and master feels like more spiritual and for me I feel like the Karuna is it yeah like a multi-dimensional thing like remembering these past things whether that's a past life or whatever like things that you just your spirit knows how to do and it might be ancestral too like yeah just remembering like you those gifts that your you know your great grandma had too it did yeah because now for me reiki a reiki session before karuna was very i don't want to say like sequential like head third eye like going through the chakras this was more like a session felt more ceremonial mm. it just it was really interesting because my hips were involved like it was just complete full body movement ceremonial happening um it's just it feels like, like a cat energy yeah like it was just this like, yeah, like a lion just fucking roaring out and just, yeah, it was, it's really dope when that happens. I do you, it. have you done like a journey to connect with your like animal guides? No, but I have seen them. I'm just curious if one of them is, I feel like you have like a panther, like a feline kind of Thing. yeah I feel like I have a, a jaguar mm. definitely a snake mm. for sure I actually um I actually did shrooms and what ended up happening for me is that I had more of a DMT trip and I saw my snake guide and I had oh, was wow. I was camping so it was like this 20 foot red black snake just completely took over this large tree just hanging out there and I was like what the fuck <laughs> that's badass though huge ass snake yeah yeah and um it's interesting because I I, I feel like this snake guide is also connected within my family because mm. I've done Reiki on my little brother who has down syndrome and he's not really verbal and that those sessions really blow my mind because when I was going through each chakra, he would take my hand unconsciously, kiss the, the top of my hand and say, thank you. And then he would like stick his tongue out and like slither like a snake. 
Oh, I remember you telling me this. And yeah. I was like, what I love that. What is he doing? <laughs> yes. I was like, what are you seeing? What's happening? Um, but it's so interesting because the more that I do it with him, I feel like we are intuitively connected because mm. every time. So I'll give you an example. I went into the shower and I don't know where I was going, but I was freaking out about what am I going to do with my hair? I need a haircut or like something like that. Right. So I got out of the shower and I was stressing out about it. And I look at my phone and my little brother sends me voice notes, but it's usually, hi, Giselle, I love you. I love you, my sister. I miss you. Have a nice day. I love you. Just like that. Always, I love you, repetitive, right? This time he said, hi, Giselle, your hair is beautiful. You have beautiful long hair. And I was like, what the fuck is he saying? Wow. Right now? <laughs> like, wow. That's right. amazing. I was like, I'm not worried about that. And then another time I woke up really angry. I just woke up with anger and I went to shower. And then I look at my phone and my little brother said, hi, Giselle. I hope you're doing okay. Everything's going to be okay. I hope you feel better. Okay. I was like, what the fuck? I was like, how does he know? <laughs> it's just so Aww. crazy. That's so interesting. Yeah. And I, it's like, yeah, an intuitive bond. Yeah, it really, it really is. Me and him have always been close, um, but this is just on a next level. So I really do feel like we can, our higher selves are speaking to each other all the time. That's what it feels like. That's so interesting. So do you do readings for any um, in these sessions, like at the end, or do you incorporate that when you do the Reiki? Or is it more just kind of like sharing what came through when you did the session? I usually just share what comes through for the session. Usually the clients that I get are first timers and they're kind of nervous they don't really know what to expect. Um, so I'll give them the messages that are meant for them. I'll tell them what I got with them during their session, what I cleared out. But I can connect with their energy. So it's, most of them, I feel like they're not really ready for like, like big messages. messages. Yeah. 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 Do you feel, because I know like we worked a little bit on mediumship and stuff. Do you feel like you'll feel spirits and stuff come through during the sessions yeah I've had it I've had like grandmothers come through like definitely past loved ones that do come through I'll so I'll see them mostly with my third eye as well um and with those that I feel guided to share with I'll share I actually did have an interesting experience one time um with a client where a past loved one was coming through and they actually wanted to speak through me. Mm. <laughs> so, and usually when that happens, my body needs to calibrate to the, the frequency. So I was doing a lot of like heavy breathing to, I guess, allow the spirit or energy to come through and speak through me. But I noticed that the client was getting a little scared and was worried. So what I ended up doing usually for the in-person clients, I'll I'll draw it out. And then I'll just like write out the message for them. So I had that happen like twice. But yeah, that was that was interesting for me because that was the first time that ever happened. And I was told that it was going to happen before the session happened. But since I never experienced it, I was like, oh, no, I must not be hearing the message right. Like that, that can't happen. But it happened. Mm. Yeah, I feel like the channeled voice can sometimes be scary to people if they're not expecting it. They're like, what is that? What are you doing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was. Yeah, one time I channeled Mother Earth and that was really mind blowing. And it was, I didn't have a, she wasn't actually speaking through me. She just used my body. And I felt like I was just this lightning bolt, like just pure light. And I was vibrating so hard. 
And I just felt all the emotions and I was just tearing and it took me a while to get out of it and to come back to myself. But that was really interesting. I also was like told this is what's going to happen. And from your guides. Yeah, it was, you know, it's so interesting. I'm starting to feel like I intuitively get these messages after I get out the shower or like it's or instantly in the shower because it's like when I get out be like a water thing like water can be a vessel like a channel yeah like a way to channel it wasn't even you know what I think it was just like the bathroom in general because that time I was at a girlfriend's house and we were having friends over and I was clearing the whole house and I saged the house and when I got out of the bathroom just saging it I got the message, oh, you're going to channel again, like through your body. And I was like, what? No way. And I've I've never, my friends had to experience that. I never did that with my girlfriend. So I I told them that it might happen and it ended up happening. Are you, were they like open to it? They were definitely open to it because I have never shared I've shared stories, but I've never actually shared practices with them. Yeah. So like for them in to, real time. Yeah. So for them to experience that, they were like, whoa. And I, and I remember- They were like, Giselle, what the heck? Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, we had, yeah, we had started with like a little group Reiki circle healing. And then we were just hanging out. And then I started seeing eyes on the floor. The floor was made out of wood. So I started seeing these eyes and then I started feeling the energy. And that's when I started calibrating my body with the energy and I was deep breathing. And then my hands, my hands were vibrating and shaking a lot. And I just got immediately frozen cold. And I was a little scared, but I was like, no, I I could do this. It's okay. And then I was holding my girlfriend's hand and that's when it like completely came into my body. And I, of course, have an agreement with them. I said, you could do it 70% and 30% needs to me needs to be here. (laughs) Yeah, I think that's smart. Yeah. So I was like over here in the back of my right shoulder, just hanging out as Mother Earth was completely in my body. Um, and she actually was giving healing energy to one of my girlfriends. Wow. It was, it was really beautiful because, um, it happened because she had made a comment earlier and after I did the Reiki circle and I opened myself up, it was like mother earth heard her and wanted to give her some healing energy and like insert more love and compassion. And I felt it all and I was just tearing and like, it was, it was really beautiful to experience. Wow, that's so interesting. I love that. Um, let me look at my notes just to make sure cause we have, we're getting close on time. So I wanna make sure I ask you all the questions that we wanted to. Oh, so one thing I wanted, I'm curious for you to just share what, what is the integrated energy healing that I think I did it one time with Lauren. Yeah. Angel healing. Yes. So will you explain to us? (laughs) It works directly with the angels and the archangels and it kind of works like um, acupuncture and there is no, not acupuncture. What is it called? Well, never mind. Anyways, so it works with your meridian lines and your organs specifically. Acupuncture does that. Right? And it's like energy centers and they're all connected. Yes. And it has certain pressure points. So it's the same thing. So for example, the top of your head holds on to the emotion of um, guilt. And then there are some pressure points that you do to um, bring up the energy, all of that stored emotion. It brings it up. And then there's a technique to actually release it. And what's really cool about that modality is that while you're releasing it, you're releasing it from each, um, each of your bodies. So it goes from your physical to your emotional, to your spirit, to your spiritual body. Um, and then you can feel from which body it's attached to. 
So if it's like a limited belief, then you can like, I would recommend like working on affirmations because if it's more mental, if it's emotional, then I would like, I like to mix it with Reiki sometimes. So I have a deep dive session where I mix both of them. So I'll do like extra Reiki energy healing for your emotional body to help you release it. If it's spiritual, it's usually from like a past life or something that you're learning to release in this lifetime. It's actually Mm -hmm. really cool. Um, your third eye holds on to distrust, um, your shoulders, which is like everyone goes through and everyone, all of my clients hold on to the past and the future. So it's like, oh, I should have done this. I could have done this. And that's what I used to have. I used to have a lot of tension around my neck and my shoulders. Cause I was constantly focused on the things I could have done or could have said, or the things that I need to do for the future. So I usually do a lot of clearing out on the shoulders oh, around that. Um, the back of the neck as well holds on to shame. Um, your heart holds on to betrayal and heartache. Your liver holds on to anger. Your spleen holds on to resentment. Um, your stomach and adrenals holds on to powerlessness and stress and your kidneys hold on to fear. So for each organ, there are specific acupuncture points that you press on to help you release it. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, that lines up with a lot of the, like in Chinese medicine. Yeah. um, They're very similar, like emotional connections. Yeah, it's, it's, it's really interesting. I've actually done that a lot on my little brother as well. And it's super powerful. Like sometimes it's, just enough to work on the top of the head like for him I just did the top of the head and they were like all right that, that's enough for now wow so when you do that do you feel like the angels coming through or is it more like like do you feel do you like when I give Reiki oh, I'm also kind of experiencing it like with this are you kind of feeling it and experiencing it as well Yes, I actually feel where they have the blockages within my body. It's kind of like I'm mirroring them. So I feel it, I sense it, and I also get told what's happening at the same time. Um, The angels do come through as well. They are present with me, Um, especially if it's um, the energy is really heavy. They come even closer to help me remove the energy. And there's also um, specific prayers that you can work with with the angel and the client to speak aloud to help them release what they're going through. Yeah. Do you have a fave? My fave is always, I always like Archangel Ariel that works with the top of the crown. It's always like, I feel guilt. Guilt is like a major emotion that I've worked through a lot. And honestly, I really feel like I'm in this chapter where I don't give a fuck. Like I don't have guilt for anything. (laughs) Like I don't care if it doesn't serve me goodbye. And I don't care. And I, this year, especially I've had to cut off toxic relationships that were not serving me. Um, That even includes around best friends and family where I had to walk away from it. And I used integrated energy therapy, IET and Reiki to help me release all this guilt because it's all a story made up that I need to be there for a family member to take this toxic. No, I don't need to do that. That's just an old way of thinking. And I need to worry about myself and I need to align myself because if my cup is not full, then I cannot serve you or help you or keep you in my circle. And if you're going to keep taking from my cup, I have no guilt whatsoever than removing you because I don't need your drama. But I like to hear. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) And I think too, like though, oftentimes the people that you're stressing out about, they're not stressing out about you. They're just thinking about themselves. So it's like, why am I tripping? Exactly. For not calling you when you haven't called me in like three years. (laughs) Exactly. It's like, why am I here obsessing over something that you're obviously doing well with? Or, you know, why do I have to take what you're going through just because you don't know how to handle it or you don't know how to take accountability for your shit? So, bye-bye.
(laughs) (laughs) Well, I want to, if you would be interested in doing a little intuitive message for us, I would love that. But before that, um, there was one more thing I wanted to ask. Yeah, just around like Reiki and energy healing in general, what is something that you have found like the most valuable about it? The most valuable thing I found about around energy healing is to learn to love myself and accept myself and understand that there is nothing to prove to anyone I don't need anyone to validate my life, my choices, or what I do. It's really all about me and what I think about me and how I care about myself. Because at the end of the day, this is my journey. This is my life. If I don't ask you for an opinion, I don't need it. But It's just really all about me. And honestly, the best thing that I can say about it is I don't feel at all horrible saying that I'm on a beautiful, selfish journey because I know there's such a negative aspect on the word selfish and I think it should be removed. I think everybody should be selfish. And if people were a little bit more selfish, they would be happier because once you're happy on the inside, you can really give all the love that you want to the external, external world. So I really think energy healing has brought me in a state of gratitude for myself and who I am with all of my flaws. I love that, period. (laughs) Do you want to share? You don't have to, but would you want to pull a card for the podcast? Sure. I will pull a card. I will pull from my mystical shaman oracle deck. Let's see. So this is for anyone listening and me, myself. This is for, oh, what a perfect card for this season. So I got the gatherer. Beautiful. Number 21. Yes, number 21. So let me just. It's really interesting um, since I did have a past life as a witch and using tarot. When I first got this deck, I was very scared to use it. Like I had bought it and for months I would keep it to the side because I just felt, I don't know, I just was really scared to even touch it. And look at these eyes. Wow. The eyes would intimidate me the most. Okay, so let's see what it says. Look at the resources you already have close at hand. This is a time of abundance. Everything around you is ripe and ready for harvest. Banish the notions of scarcity that have limited your choices and colored your destiny. Pack your food for the winter and start with low hanging fruit that is all around you. So I just really feel this card is telling us to appreciate what we have, to stop looking at other people's things of what they have and stop comparing yourself. Just appreciate what you have now. That story that the grass is green on the other side is false. I think that we should start learning to water our own grass, to start watering our own thoughts. And I think that goes with the whole selfish journey. Really embrace your own journey and be you. Yeah, and I think it's like being grateful. It can be difficult sometimes when you see so many people having all these things and you're like, it's easy to get jealous or or it's easy to be in comparison. And jealousy, I don't think is necessarily a bad thing. I feel like it's showing you like, I want that. If you see something you're jealous of, you're like, I want that. Like it maybe it's the literal, oh, they have cool shoes, but it's what does that represent to you? Like, what do you want that they have that you don't have? And how can you realize that you already have it? 
Yeah, I totally agree. I totally agree with that. I feel jealousy is just like a magnifying glass to show you something that you didn't think you really wanted. And it turns out that you did. And then it's just a step for you to figure out how to get there. Or how to get that. Yes. Amazing. Well, thank you. Thank is you. there anything else you want to share before we close out? Um, no, thank you so much for having me. That's thank fun. you. So I'll put um, your Instagram in the show notes so people can find you. Is there any other way people can connect with you? Do you have like, I can give people your email if they want to get a session or anything like that? Sure. I have an email. It's um, cientemas.co at gmail. Um, I'll have a website up soon. So that'll just be cientemas.co. Amazing. Um, yeah, I do. I just started a TikTok. So, oh, you did? Oh, yeah. I, I'm going to have to follow you. I'm very much on TikTok. <laughs> Apparently, that's I'd be posting a lot. Right <laughs> yeah. I need um, but I think it's really good place for like doing little readings or like just sharing stories about your work. Like, I feel like it's a helpful way for people to find you. And I feel like good practice for you to be in front of a camera. Yes, for sure. That is for sure. Cause it's really just you and the camera. You're not really writing anything. <laughs> yeah. It's just talking. Yeah. Yeah. And people do put writing, but it, it is like, I would say more video. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's definitely an interesting platform. Definitely different than Instagram, but it is more fun. It's more lighthearted. It seems like to me. Yeah. So that can be fun sometimes. Amazing. Well, I'll put all your info and people can find you. And if they want to do a session and yeah, you said you do them on zoom, right? Yes. Yeah. So if you're listening and you, you are not in New York. You can still it's all connect. remote. Amazing. Well, thank you so much, Giselle. And we'll see y'all soon. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Angel Face Magic Hour. To support the show, you can donate to us through the link in our show notes. Please Give us a rating and a review, a little five-star magic on Apple and Spotify. This allows our voice to be shared to the greater public. I love you guys so much. I will see you next week. Follow us on Instagram at angelfaith and dot grace. See you next week.